Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Don't Judge. It may not be what it seems. Romans 14, verses 1 through 8. We all do it. We size up people based on what we see. We make judgments about such, even if not mean-spirited or critical judgments. But things are not always as they appear. For instance, I know people who have a really hard time with obese individuals. The assumption is that the person has no self-control. They find it hard to respect them as a manager or leader. But could it be that there are things totally out of the big person's control that have led to an individual's own health being secondary? It just may not be what it seems. Similarly, someone recently responded to one of my briefings on love said it had challenged him to be a lot more open-minded and kind-hearted to people in general. He commented on making a mental judgment of a woman driver wearing her Muslim burqa. It made him angry, thinking of our American servicemen dying in Iraq, and he scowled to himself. But then the woman pulled alongside him at a stoplight, turned, and flashed him the warmest smile, and it caught him off guard. Wait, this is one unique woman. I shouldn't assign any judgment to her. Instead, I'll choose to be kind. Unfortunately, the church is known for being judgmental. Often, people feel like they need to clean up their act before they go to church. Then maybe they'll give it a try. It would be reasonable to think that when overtly sinful people were around Jesus, they would feel judged or uncomfortable, not wanting to be around him. Yet, the Gospels record both the Savior who was comfortable around social outcasts down-and-outers, and the guilty, and also worldly people who wanted to be around him. Jesus was different. He was unique, edgy, well-read, pleasant to be around, a gifted teacher, a miracle worker, passionate about his father's business, a man's man, and loving. Oh yeah, and he loved women too. People wanted to be around Jesus. People should want to be around Christ's followers too. In Paul's day, the young Christian church struggled with whether or not to be held to the kosher diet the Jews had always followed. They wrestled over which day was to be kept as the Sabbath. Because these were sensitive matters to be handled, Paul addressed them in Romans chapter 14. Accept into your group someone who is weak in faith, and do not argue about opinions. One person believes it is right to eat all kinds of food, but another who is weak believes it is right to eat only vegetables. The one who knows that it is right to eat any kind of food must not reject the one who eats only vegetables, and the person who eats only vegetables must not think that the one who eats all foods is wrong, because God has accepted that person. You cannot judge another person's servant. The master decides if the servant is doing well or not, and the Lord's servant will do well because the Lord helps him do well. Some think that one day is more important than another, and others think that every day is the same. Let all be sure in their own mind. Those who think one day is more important than other days are doing that for the Lord. And those who eat all kinds of food are doing that for the Lord, and they give thanks to God. Others who refuse to eat some foods do that for the Lord, and they give thanks to God. We do not live or die for ourselves. If we live, we are living for the Lord. And if we die, we are dying for the Lord. So living or dying, we belong to the Lord. That's Romans chapter 14, verses 1 through 8. Do not argue about opinions, Paul wrote. 
The church also refused to, refers to opinions about lifestyle issues as gray areas. Things like tattoos, alcohol consumption, women in ministry, parenting, spending, and even preferred Bible translations fall into gray areas. Yet, folks can be so incredibly legalistic over these matters, they judge, they discriminate, they talk behind people's backs, and find themselves splintered. Interestingly enough, so much of Paul's instruction has to do with no longer being under the unyielding tyranny of the law, but rather living under the freedom of grace. I can't help but wonder why so many Christians want to be stingy or tight with giving grace. Have you ever felt judged by a so-called mature Christian, whatever that is? If you have, then you will know what this phrase means. Christians are the only people I know who shoot their wounded. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's true. Are you lathered up? Have I got you thinking about this matter of judgment? All right, there'll be more tomorrow. If you'd like to read this, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Real Life Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again, the title is Don't Judge. It may not be what it seems.